You are now tuned into the Two Bricks podcast with Sandbag Larry and Motherfucking Jimmy. Produced by a racer head. Podcast episode. Uh, I cannot remember the number, but I know it's like either mid or post quarantine. Um, shit is crazy. We're doing this shit via uh, phone conference, which is kind of cool. Um, it's your host, Sandbag Larry, uh, aka No Bone Malone. Um, I can't remember my AKs for nothing, man. AKA the Hobgoblin, just throwing him out there today. AKA um, Five Finger Swifty <laughs> with my co hosts. And one and only Sahu, aka Boogie to Your Nose Bleed, aka Andre Patron, aka. Slob Marley, a.k.a. Felonious Monk. And we're back back. in this, bitch. We are back. A lot of shit happened. I don't even know where to start. Yeah, I mean, I want to start with the Versus stuff. What do you think? Have you seen the Versus? You know what? Real shit. This might be my music nerdness just getting in the way of my ability to have fun. But I... um, There's something... It's not enjoyable to me to hear somebody famous play their song over a speaker. If the verses were like, if you had um, Teddy Riley singing on piano while playing piano and Babyface singing while playing piano, I'm tuning into that shit. You know what I'm saying? But if you're you're just playing your songs, I can do that by myself at home. Ah, but it's different. It's a different vibe. I don't know why it feels like... It's an event. I get that. Yeah, it's like a party. You have to do it with people, though. I don't know if I do it by myself, depending on who the artist was. And like, I, the audio qual- the audio feed usually isn't good enough for me. If it was a direct audio feed, if I could just like plug it up to my speakers, and I'm hearing in pristine quality the the curated selections by these artists, then that's something different. But I never liked hearing somebody's music over the phone. Whenever my friends would be like, "Y'all just made something, listen to it over the phone," I'd be like, uh, "Okay." But it I, sounds like trash anyway, so I'm not really getting the full fidelity, you know? But that's, that's again, that's me being a music nerd. People who don't, like, nerd off on music that much, it's like, whatever, dude. That's true. We use the, um, there's a plug-in for Chrome. So we watch the live on the computer, and then the computer's stuck to the TV. So it comes to the TV speaker, so it comes through, like, pretty, it comes through pretty clear unless the people in the verses fuck it up. So it, So does it come through like you're playing it off of Spotify or like they're playing it off their phone? Pretty much Spotify, Jace. Well, that's as good. Long as they, like, as long as their shit's good, it sounds just as good to us. Through yeah. the website, though. I've, ever, I've never actually listened to a versus too long over the phone. Yeah, Timbo... Guess, my fault. Timbo was, Timbo was saying that, um, you know, the iPhone mic is good enough. I wouldn't know. But he was saying the iPhone mic is good enough, which it probably is. But, like, nah, I haven't really watched any of them. I think I, I tuned in on... Teddy versus uh, Babyface that first time where everything was fucking up. That was like that's old man shit. Yeah, and old I was like, I'm I'm good. Even when like, cause before this shit even jumped off, Timbo and Swiss was going back and forth with they beat battles over IG, just like little clips. And that was fire. It, and it, just, I mean, it just wasn't doing anything for me. Like it was just like, no, if y'all, eh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, you know, again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a grunt, man. You gotta you gotta do it on your on your um do it from the website though. I'm telling you, you have way better audio. But Swiss and Timbo's was the first one I saw when they did a real versus. That shit was fire. But it's funny to watch the people interact with their own music. 
that's what I kind of like like the most about Versus. Like Little John versus T Pain was probably my favorite one because they were both animated, drunk as fuck. T Pain was like DJing his music. Little John was telling all types of crazy stories. It was a good time. That's and then the Nelly Ludacris funny. His Ludacris is a robot. He might be a lizard person. He does I, not move or bop really. I heard the um, Jill Scott Erica one was good, and I believe it. And plus, I know all of these end up on YouTube anyway, so I'm like, I'll you know, if I feel like it, I'll go back and watch them. It's also on title. Title oh, has the versus play. They just don't have like the in between stuff, like the the banter between the two artists. That makes sense. But N- Nelly and um, Nelly and Ludacris was funny because Nelly had some shit fucking up on his side, but apparently there was like a storm going over, I guess St. Louis at the time. Yeah. But Ludacris had better music but he didn't move like he kind of just looked like he was overthinking it and then Nelly on the other hand was like really into his music smoking a blunt holding the holding the smoke in drinking dancing with his music like really putting on a show so yeah I, I, would, I would be like Luda you know what I mean like I'm not I, f- I would feel like a cornball jumping around like you hear my shit even though that's what people want to see you know what I mean like that's what got Kanye in the door practically yeah, it's it's cool to watch. Like I, I like I like Nelly's energy. I think when it came to Ludacris, you're you're moved by the song, but then when you look at Ludacris, he just looks like a lizard person. I don't know. He looks like he looks very. It was pretty funny. Lud- He's like looking around. He doesn't know quite what to do. Sometimes he might like mouth the verse, but it was pretty good. Yeah, it was a struggle though. I'm not gonna lie. Like watching the Wi-Fi drop. Watching niggas have technical issues was pretty hilarious. Yeah. Niggas get old tired. That shit is it's <laughs> kind of funny, man, because it's like it's almost like bad internet is the great equalizer. Motherfuckers got all this money, talent, skill, and, and access, but your, yeah. your internet's choking, so it don't matter anymore. Like it was really frustrating me seeing um Teddy P and and uh not Teddy P, that's Pendergrass. Seeing um uh, Teddy Riley and, and Babyface go back and forth about how to get the sound right. I'm like, yo, y'all niggas live in the studio. Like, it's 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 input monitoring. Like, how is how did nobody around you guys say what is your input monitoring? You know? Did you see the nigga in the background? I was a hype man. Oh yeah, Teddy I mean, Riley? my 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 homegirl said that um, T- Teddy Riley was being too much of a Harlem nigga. Which was kind of real, you know what I mean? Like he had the whole jumpsuit and the fedora and the mics and the green screen and the like. Harlem all about that show, man. Speaking that speaking of, did you see um, Azalea Banks putting Dave Chappelle on blast? Well, yeah, two things. One, I've been saying Azalea Banks has been a crazy person since what year are we in I mean since anything after Brooklyn Expensive Taste everybody Brooklyn been saying Expensive- that everybody knows yeah Brooklyn Expensive Taste was a fire album like I would never say that she's a bad artist but she's definitely cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs like she is definitely not telling the full story and- even the interviews like I can tell she's like she's like narrating it in a particular way so it's like I'm not the problem but you seem to always be in, in the center of the problem she, so is, just- she is a true to form Harlem chick yeah, I don't trust anything she says. I feel like it could easily be all bullshit. But the, the question, Dave, that you know what I mean. The question is, and I'm gonna put in a disclaimer: if you weren't married, <laughs> the <laughs> question right. is, would you smash? Not Azalea Banks. She's no. crazy. 
if you see blacklist in my mind, like she would be the exact person to kill your marriage. Like if you were gonna sleep with anyone else, she'd I mean, be the one. clearly, but that's why I said if you weren't married. Me as an unmarried Negro, I'm taking my chances. Well, you have nothing to lose right now. Don't let me bump into Azalea Banks, man. She can. She'll try to ruin you some way, shape. Oh, form. she definitely will, man. That pussy got demons yeah. in it. Oh yeah, no, she's uh, she's crazy. <laughs> she's super, and she knows it. Like she knows that that's her lane. So it's like, how blacklisted can I get? You know what I mean? How far can I go before I get banned? Yeah, which yeah. is model because in today's time, it's gonna work. It's not gonna fail. Niggas are gonna keep clicking on it no matter what you say. This is true, man. I need more fucking which, in my system so I can start doing ignorant shit. Yo, it's crazy. And it's like, I feel like she competes when there's other mixed, weird, gray controversy going on. Like, you have, like, Lana Del Rey. Then you have Doja Cat. Right. And suddenly it flies out of nowhere. I feel like she kind of felt like, okay, if this is going on, it's a good time for me to reinsert myself. And she probably won't reappear until another controversy comes up. Okay, again, if you weren't married to your lovely, perfect wife. Right. Would you put your penis in Doja Cat's white supremacist pussy? I actually like Doja Cat, to be honest. Like you're like, like you would, you would consider yourself a fan. Yeah, I actually like your music. I really like that album she dropped called Hot Pink. I, I didn't even I didn't even listen to it. I never really gave a shit. You know what I mean? No, but Lenita's the same way. She doesn't really like Doja Cat either. But I like your music though. I'm not gonna front. Like I think it's actually pretty dope. But like I, I it had replay value. Like I listened to it once and I found myself listening back a few times. Yeah, I'm sure she got it. Be- yeah, she kind of... That Moo shit, like- that Moo Moo song was low-key brilliant. Oh, yeah, with the video? I haven't even... I've listened to that song again. I've seen parts of the video, but I never heard the whole thing through. I just... I the, just the clips that I... I never saw the whole thing either, but just, like, her whole approach to, like, Moo, I'm a cow, and that shit worked. I was like, I can't even be mad at you. Yeah, she's got some visual shit going on. She got titties she and remind- ass. <laughs> I said she got titties and ass. That's why you can dress up as a cow. And motherfuckers is like, genius. <laughs> it's brilliant. Not, not too bad with the videos. Sometimes. Like, she'll do something that's kind of like a little weird. But, uh. Yeah, I don't know. I fuck with her, though. I fuck with her. I fuck with that album. It's pretty dope. How you feel about the return of, of Big Snine? this nigga so I had a debate about that too I, I had a debate when he was in jail also I watched the entire case and okay. I can't wait for the documentary so I know all the ins and outs of like what happened to 6 and I how he got into the situation he got into and half of it in a in a weird way isn't entirely his fault Not yeah yeah no it, 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 a, a lot of it doesn't seem to be from what I the information that I got yeah, it's like seven, it's like 70 30 and if he never went to Russia or wherever the fuck he went, none of this shit would have happened. That's how he got arrested? He no, that's Russia? that's how he got famous. He was oh, doing, man. he was homeless making like little like internet viral videos. And then some people in Russia, like a record company or, or whatever, in Russia saw him and was like, we want you to come out here and perform. And he went out there and he made hella money. And then he signed with that dude's management company, and then they came back to New York, and that's when they came out with um, what was the the single, Gummo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at, love- he was already super famous in Europe um before Gummo dropped. I do remember that. I do remember him getting famous somewhere else. I didn't know it was Russia though. I, I might like be wrong, one. but it's somewhere in in like Europe. He fucked up in a couple ways. Eurasia. I mean, one, he's a young. 
the young ass kid. So it's like, he don't really know what the fuck's going on. Two, he's in bed with old, straight up posted with demons, blood niggas, who are, I mean, uh, like on a list of like people not to fuck with, especially people from like Brooklyn or the Bronx or whatever, they're like top of the list. You know what I'm saying? Right. So getting with with Mel Murder and Shoddy and all of them was just like, nigga, you really, uh, he did the same shit Pac did with Death Row. Except Pac had actual, like, I'm not gonna say he had actual clout. Plot, uh, Pac had actual action. No, he like, did. He would, well, like, he would, he was about it. Takashi never really, aside from the trolling, he never really put any action behind it. So when it came to him, he was just kind of like, oh, wait, you know, this is what the fuck I signed up for. Like, nigga, I'm about to hire somebody to shoot you. I'm not gonna pull the trigger. Pac would do all that shit himself. Nah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah, six nine big, pretty, pretty much like, and then Bloods are mad stupid. <laughs> Bloods been, he knew that though from just being in North. That Bloods mad dumb. They will yell their set to the highest of the mountain. A B cop right next door. You know what I mean? Cops like, what you say? And then now you're going to jail. Get in the car. So they said they was going to rape and kill this nigga on like nineteen different phones. I wouldn't even doubt a payphone. Like every there was so much wiretap, it wasn't even hard to arrest some niggas. Like yeah. at all. Yeah, don't they was just building a case. The only person who didn't say anything stupid on the phone was Jim Jones. Because Jim Jones knows the phone. So right. he's like, he needs to be super violated. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not like <laughs> Right. Yeah, like other niggas said on the phone. And uh but they were gonna kill him though. They were gonna they were gonna beat him to death. Yeah. They kidnapped him. They pistol whipped him. They were gonna. They were fucking him. with his moms. What you say? Mm. They was fucking with his moms. I think yeah. they they literally, according to him, they literally fucked his baby moms. Yeah, nah, they was what? they was all up in his shit. I believe that. Have you seen a video of him getting kidnapped? Yeah, I saw it where he's in the car and he's like, "Yo, yep. yo, yeah, yeah, yeah." Yep. They about to shoot him. Tell somebody had a gun on him. Yep. Thank God for cameras, I guess. <laughs> and his driver, his uh, his his escort driver, or whatever, was the one that was able to get all that shit to the cops. Because yeah. I don't think Takashi knew that there was a camera in the car. You don't think so? I don't think so. I didn't know that those cars had cameras either. I didn't. I I, I didn't know that, that was a rear camera. I thought that that was somebody sitting in the back. No, I think it was just him. I think the the car itself had a camera on it, like or something to that. And it just happened to pick up the audio and everything. Because when he gets out the car, and the camera's mass stationary, know what I mean? A person's hand would have been shaking. A person probably would have dropped the phone. They probably would have shot that nigga. Nah, nah, you, nah, you right. He would probably start freaking out. But yo, uh, segue since we on the topic. Uh, uh, Not that long ago, I remember us having a debate about whether things were better or worse and you were saying it's better because we got smartphones do you still feel that way yeah because if you don't see what we call trauma porn then the world will never know so it's like if you don't see somebody have it even though it's like gut-wrenching to watch because i mean the last time it happened i had like actual breakdowns at work but the fact that you the fact that the world can see and the fact that twitter is like the pulse of the world it's global outrage. I think if it would have been a handheld camera or like even let's say 95 with a tape that rotates, it would have been like 
the R. Kelly sex tape. It would have been like kind of like you had to go to like a weird place to find it. It'd been, you know, kind of like bootlegged. With this, you can't deny it. Nobody can deny it. Like America can't turn away from it now because it's it's it lives in the cloud basically. Yeah, but I, I mean, uh, uh, America can. I, I feel like America can still turn away. They can't help but to be reminded, maybe, but they could still turn away because it's like, all right, here we are now. About twenty four hours ago, Minneapolis was on fire. L A. They they not still putting it out, but I know what you mean. Um, if you get no, nah, go ahead. ahead. You know, go ahead. If you get scanner time and download it on your phone, you can listen to the riot as it happens. Oh, so wow. like I have it on my phone. I can hear the cops talking about the riots like actively and you'll hear shit like uh, I'm on University Avenue um, you know big rock hit windshield cop has glass in his eye uh, we need to strike uh. team he axes on fire well uh, we you know to- I know I knew that I know that in these cases it's not as it doesn't end as soon as we stop seeing coverage both on mainstream and, in, and you know on the internet um, but, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't have that app though, but that shit's on, that shit's on fire and LA turning up right now. Cause did you see the, the video that has LA turning up? Cause it's not just, I, it's not just, uh, what happened in Minneapolis. You said you did see it. So I know. Yeah. I seen downtown LA. I heard that Denver's wilding out, but I haven't seen it yet. And Minneapolis is still on fire. I was, list, I was listening to it probably an hour ago Damn. and even an hour ago, there was like 14, 15 strike teams. I heard gunshots at one point. I heard a dude say that one of the one of the strike team members got like cornered or something. And he like let off like a shotgun shell in the air to like get people to run. Like it's so actively like crazy. But it's it's you know what it is? It's the perfect storm because niggas been in the house. Mm-hmm. It's nice outside. They finally easing outside. So it's like. You go outside, you don't want to go back in the house because it's been five months. Right. And you're the highest level of uh, piss is not really the right word, but irate you could be. And you're like, oh, we about to fuck this shit up. It's not even warm in Minneapolis. It's usually cold as fuck. This is probably like their hottest day of the year, so, like, right. so to speak. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like Chicago. So it's pretty much killing season on cops out there. It's too hot. It's too, it's literally too hot. And every like, term of the word so if this is so yeah so what i what, what i was um getting to with with, with originally a- asking that is if four years ago right the start of a, a of a of a new election of a new um administration same right. shit same shit was popping off you know what I mean? Same. It was being covered by everybody with their cell phones. Thank God for that, because as it's going off, you see it. You know what's going on. Ferguson was was on, on fire. Eric Garner got choked out, much in the same way that that George Floyd did. Um, yep. What What else? Um, Dallas happened that year, right? With uh, what's my man's yeah. name? Cosmo. I can't remember. You talking about the dude who shot the cops, right? There was two of them. There was Cosmo, um, because he was a he was a an online personality so to speak he was a vlogger and he uh he ended up the people started questioning Boyce Watkins because he was commenting on Boyce Watkins's shit I remember that and then there was the other dude whose name was um Xavier something yeah 
he was the one that I remember who, um, I mean, I was going to say it, in certain ways, kind of intelligent, only because he had true military experience. So he was able to take out the cops in such a accurate way that they had to kill him with a robot. Like, that's how... Like they did first, Like they did Chris Dorner. <laughs> they had to, yeah, they had to send a fucking, like, Johnny Five to blow him up, which says they couldn't, they couldn't stop him. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy to me. Right, it's military to, versus military by that point, and it was the same shit with Cosmo, because Cosmo was Air Force. If he, was, if he wasn't Air Force, he was Navy. I think he might have been from the Navy. I need to read up on Cosmo. I don't know that guy. I know the, the other dude in Dallas who was, um, I think it was an Army. And he, he said Black Lives Matter. Right. Which kind of threw Black Lives Matter into like that Black Panther sort of, you know, gray area. Because now it's like, oh, are you a radical group? Are you a political group? Right. So so what we're also saying, with that being said, is for four years, the nation has had the opportunity to reflect on what happened if they chose to reflect on what happened. But at least it's, it's you know what I mean? It's, it's in everybody's memory to make their decisions going into the voting booth. Which is the same thing I was I was saying in the, in that uh, past episode where it was like going into the voting booth. These are the things that that we take, and is election season coming up. So with everything happening, how do you not prevent this from happening in another four years? Which is not to say that police aren't always that there aren't always racist police out there executing murder at will, but right, it, it it's 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 very, for lack of a better word, fortuitous for these things to to rise up to the surface once again right on time just as it's getting warm the one difference being like you said we're in quarantine which nobody could have anticipated far as we know and it never huh it's never a million years so anybody have thought this happened right right um but it's but it's the, it's the same scenario and we're going into potentially um four more years of the trump administration or joe biden Joe, you ain't I black Biden. Yeah, uh, two things. One, I think not Trayvon. Was Ferguson two thousand ten? Was it Ferguson ten years ago, or was it? Is it? Was it four years ago? I feel like Ferguson was longer than that. I, it may, it may have not been four years, but I don't. I don't think it was ten years. Um, no, Trayvon was ten years, roughly. No, it can't be because I'm only twenty four. Trayvon was. I think I was 27. So what is that? Seven years ago? Was Trayvon? It was. It was a minute. It was a minute ago. No, actually, you know what? Now I think about because I'm thinking about when I po- when I posted about it, and I remember um, the image of everybody moving in in LA uh, or Oakland or wherever it was. Um, but it it, it might have been closer to 10 years ago. I think you read about that. I can't look it, it up was, right now. It was a while ago. I know that. I I think um. I don't think this is something a president can fix either. Of course, well, not 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 in one term, no. I don't even think of two terms. Like I don't think, I don't think a president is strong enough to combat this because, in a way, it's not really nothing a president can do. It's, it's like they can only really say nice things or like try to you know calm the water i mean trump probably go the opposite direction but there's not much they can do to stop it it's almost like civil war I, it I is think I, I, I think it is civil war but um I, since trump got in office. say it again i feel like we've been in civil war since trump got in office though 
I think we've been in civil war since. Well, I think we've been in civil war since the slaves are free, but that's me. I mean, I do think that's there too. I just feel like um, it's a clear divide now. It's a, it's a very clear line. I feel like for a long time it was kind of blurry. Even with George W. Bush, I was telling Anita this the other day, we didn't really hate George W. Bush until the, the second term. Because right. we were young. We were like 20-something. We were like, yo, why the fuck is gas $5? Like, right. Why the fuck is this? The first four years of George W. Bush, we didn't really hate him. We just thought, okay, Bin Laden's attacking. We got to go to war with Bin Laden. Um, we're in some bullshit. But, you know, George W. is not that bad. We didn't realize he was that bad. So, I I realized it was bad because I, I remember somewhere I got a, a poem I wrote about this because I literally remembered a poem from back then. But um, I I realized that everybody's everybody's conversation around Muslims and Islam started to switch up. I do remember that, and I remember that hitting me super hard. Like, hold yeah, up, Islamophobic. Yeah, I like I was, you know what I mean. This shit didn't make sense to me. Um, funny because that is a direct reflection to like the human condition like you know how like tribes go to war for like 100 200 years or whatever it's kind of the same concept it's like we have two different tribes i see somebody from your tribe i don't know fuck my goat for like a better term right then i you as the uh goat fucker (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's kind of like it's kind of like a human thing that's that's just like human thing because it's like you think to yourself it's just like Russia right now. Well, Russia four years ago. People right. are saying like, yo, Russia fucked up social media. You meet a Russian person, you can automatically think like, is this nigga involved or do you know anything about it? Can I ask you about this kind of thing? You know what I mean? Except I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't think that immediately, but I would ask somebody's opinion now, since we four years into it and, and people are still uh, or or as far as I can far as I can see, that's still a talking point for liberal America is that Trump's illusion with Russia is what got him in office in the first place. Right. Yeah. I do think that Trump probably didn't know. I think Trump's mans knew, but I don't think Trump knew. You don't think, he knew, don't think you don't think he knew what? I don't think Trump knew what was really going on with the, with the Russia social media thing. Oh, I think he did. <laughs> if he didn't know, I think his sons knew. I think his sons knew. I think people close to him knew. I think that Trump, is I think people were smart enough that knew Trump to let Trump think that he could do it on his own. And his head is so big that he probably like, yeah, I can't do it on my own. I don't need no help. But in the background, they were pulling strings for him. So you really believe that, that Trump is as foolish as he appears? I think he's as narcissistic as he appears. I he definitely I mean, I agree with that. But I don't, yeah. I don't think he's as dumb as we say he is. Or, or not, not dumb. Let me not say dumb. Uh, clueless. You know what I mean? As out as out of the loop. You know what I mean? I think he's I think you're talking about somebody who's been in front of television cameras for a long time and he knows how to play the role he needs to play in order to keep viewers tuned in. Even when you look at his tweets, he'll say something, and this is the president of the United States, supposedly, he'll say something and in his tweets with stay tuned. That's such a that's such a media move. You know what I'm saying? Because he because he knows he's talking to a nation of people who spend most of their time looking at screens and watching stories. So he's, he he's knows, selling you, the, in my opinion, he's selling you the story. Yeah, and much like Ye, he knows that love and hate are the same thing. So he's like, whether I tweet something that's good or bad, I have to tweet. Because if I, if I don't get eyes on me, I lose my power. That's how you kill Trump, which will never happen right now. But if, they, if Trump didn't have 
views or if, if people stop literally caring about Trump, he would die. Right. Which is part of the reason why he had to make an executive order, <coughs> excuse me, executive order on what's happening with social media. Right. He needs it. He needs to have Trump attack social media in a headline to keep you either loving or hating Trump. Yeah. It's gonna, and it works. It works because um, it works because emotions are too high. And people who are seen as, um, uh, what's the word when you don't love or hate something? Fuck. Uh, ambivalent. Is it ambivalent? It's um, not nonchalant. Fuck. I'm, I'm, I, I, I still have the itis from eating dinner. I can't think of the word for it. But there's a certain word for it that is exactly like, I don't care whether you fail or succeed. Whatever that is, like that, that like emotion, right. if that was in people's opinion of the presidency, none of this shit would happen anymore. I can't think of the fucking word though. What the fuck is that word? It's not nonchalant. It's not indulgence. I, you know what's funny? Kanye said it too. Kanye what? said this shit in a really old interview in The Breakfast Club. And he was like, love or hate's the same. But it was when they have. Um, indifference yes you're a fucking man that's exactly what it is if you have indifference it's it's the the story of both no that's true that's definitely true uh, 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 I think I could think of a, a couple of people who said who said that um so do you think the answer is a non-charismatic president oh as far as presidents go yeah, because um, because you know you you were saying the point is you know it's 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 kind of required, and I don't think that that just goes for the current president, but anybody in the office, especially after JFK. I mean, look at look at the way we celebrated um, FDR. You know what I mean, Roosevelt. Yeah. Granted, he was in for a long time, but that yeah. also endeared him to the to the people more. Like I feel like he he's he's a transformative figure, not just because of his term or the things accomplished or not accomplished in his term. Um, or the circumstances he was under, which were pretty damn extreme, but um, he was a, he was a person Roosevelt. He was a, he was a, he was a, he was a he was a person. He was a folk hero. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like um, as far as presidents go, the problem is everybody's fucking up. Like it's it's really showing you that people aren't good at their jobs, yo. Like every day <laughs> I see, I'm just like, yo, how could you let this happen? Like why do we even pay these niggas this much money to fumble the ball so often? Like you have. Yeah, police departments fumbling the ball constantly. Right. Who really should be on the forefront of all this, who don't say shit. Then you have politicians fumbling the ball on like all sides. And it's like I'm not even a super huge Democrat or a super huge Republican, but like the Democrats had to know that um, Sanders had the youth. They had to know that. Of course. And they probably knew that Biden had old black niggas. And for whatever reason, on Super Tuesday, old black niggas just came out like they had never come out before since Obama's term because they're tailgating Obama. Of course. And then the youth, because, either because it wasn't strong enough when Sanders was running a second time, I don't know how that got kind of like, well, maybe it's us. Maybe we also fumbled the ball because we're fucking... They, they knew that they could, they knew that they could scare older America, specifically older white America away by associating Bernie with socialism because he's he's expressed a support or an agreement with certain socialistic ideals. But 
We should have came out better, though. But we failed, too. Everybody's failing. Everybody's fucking up on, on certain levels because the youth really should have pushed Sanders and Super Tuesday, and then it wouldn't have spiraled. Because once Biden won Super Tuesday, that's when people were like, oh, that's like, a good now point. that he's all going. And then eventually Sanders fell out. And it's because can't nobody win a debate against Trump but Sanders. He'd be the only person to really go toe-to-toe with him. True. Can't go toe-to-toe with Trump. We know that already. He can't go toe-to-toe with Charlemagne. Like, <laughs> what's he going to do with the forums? Like, <laughs> yeah, that was like, well said. If he, if he doesn't have the mouthpiece, he's not going to win, which is all you really need right now. Yeah, yeah. So, we're but, to that, that. How do you how do you how do you how do you change the so with that being said right because the the thing that jumps out to me is I don't know how I don't know why I wouldn't expect either party to utilize something like social unrest especially in urban in urban areas to get who they want in office as a answer to a problem that never really went away. You know what I mean? That's brilliant. It's just that they don't. I don't. I don't know. You think, think, you think I'm giving they, them too much credit? Yeah, they just don't know. Like I don't. I don't think they I know. Don't how know to bro. Do that. Nope. I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. Trump and Biden don't know how to address black people getting killed by cops. They have no idea. The only person that probably could have did that was Obama. I don't think anybody else would have even been close enough to even understand the experience of being half black. Like, what does Biden know about? a knee on his neck he can say a lot of nice stuff but because we're black we know it's not gonna stick and then trump is just gonna say whatever but that's but see that's 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 the thing that after a certain point i start asking myself how many times am i making excuse for somebody who has the same capacity for intelligence as i do so for me to to feel like i constantly have to explain my position to generations of people who at the very least have consumed my father's and my forefather's culture and sold it and profited off of it you got it it ain't it ain't like you don't know what's going down how else are you going to choose a blues record and sell to a community outside of of the community that's making the blues that wants to eat off of that story because they understand the context of the story because they or at least in their understanding these people are singing about being wronged and slavery and being poor and so on and so forth you know what i mean they don't know how to they don't know how to talk to us because they're not us. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. You wouldn't get, I don't, I don't think you can get me to sign a contract if you didn't know how to talk to me, especially a contract that's screwing me over. It's money. It's probably money. It's probably the, 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 the shiny things. It's like the, the buttons, the, the, um, what is that shit called? Like the, the thrill of it all. I don't like exactly. Even with um, the politicians, like they can give you the, and I think they tried this many times. They can give you the, the like, we will stand together, or we understand slavery is wrong. They can say that all the time. Of course. But when we watch it, we're not going to believe it. And it's, it's going to fall on deaf ears because it's going to be very cliched. Unless Joe Biden can literally come through with, like, a testimonial, real story that will kind of cut through black America's ears, everything's going to sound like a teleprompter. Yeah, I mean, what I mean, you you know that's you know that's what you you dealing with, but but no, go ahead, continue what you were saying though. But yeah, and so whatever Biden says on it in the debate, Trump is just gonna go left field because he knows left field is gonna work. Yeah. And left field works no matter if it makes sense or not. You know, which is you, even more. 
you know what you just made me realize what Trump does well is the wink to the fourth wall. Yes. So his opponent, his opponent will say something and then he'll look at the camera and do like a Bugs Bunny line that everybody gets that the, that his opponent couldn't anticipate anyway. And then he ends up turning the opponent into like the, the square dude for lack of a better way to describe it. Thank you. Elmer Fudd. You're right. You're right. And then at that point, you're just entertained by Trump. You know yep. everything he's saying, sense, but it's like doing stand-up comedy, which is really what it's been for like the last. I think every for the last like two or three years, every time I see him on stage, it's just comedy. Like you, it's literally. I don't Bro, it was I, like that when Obama was in office. My fault. You said you remember what? He was talking about dishwashers. He was talking about yeah, how I remember to that in a dishwasher at a rally. And I was like, nigga, what? <laughs> like, you have... I, you know, funny, even George W. wasn't that bad as far as, like, speaking, like, public speaking. He wasn't that bad. But this is... Well, I would def- this is why... Bad. This is why I don't buy that motherfuckers don't know what they're doing. Especially when you look at how dumb George W. appeared while he was in office versus before he was in office and after he was out of office. You know what I mean? It's like, I remember thinking George Bush was the dumbest motherfucker I'd have never seen on TV. And then... We're going to doers. Say it again? We're going to find the evildoers. We're going to find the evildoers. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. The axis of evil. At least he was on topic. Like, he sounded dumb, but at least you knew what he was trying to say. Trump says shit that doesn't make sense at all. It's not even part of the question. But but, you ask Trump... You know, what are you gonna do about black America? He'll say something like, You ever been on Twitter before? You ever seen that Twitter thing? Like, <laughs> he does. <laughs> and he up the most blatant lies. Like, he'll just be like, Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Uh, and, you know, I only have like four followers. It's just like, You clearly have 29 million. Like, what? What? You know what it is, it's- man? It's the same thing that Steve Martin does, it's playing to the dumbest person in the room. It's, it's the same, it's the same concept that, that, um, has people write news newspapers in a in a sixth grade reading level, you know what I mean? Like it, it's 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 reaching for. I almost want to say that common ground because it happens in church too. It's like you can't if you if you have if somebody has a um, uh, like a seminary degree right, and they want to go into like the Roman and 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 uh, I don't I don't know how many ministers I've talked to that that uh, could go into the Greek and the Hebrew of the text, but tried to do that when they first started preaching and then the church was like we're out like this shit don't make sense to me tell me about easter you know yeah it's like scratching it's like uh nails on a chalkboard for the intellectual mind it's just a constant level of like refrigerator buzz like i just don't i can't even comprehend it anymore that's probably why i just really just was like this i don't know i'm just gonna wait well, away from the die because <laughs> he's He's like 74. He's the oldest president in history. I stayed away from the die because everything else is just like, it just hurts my like actual brain. So you think, so, so, so this time, do you believe we're looking at another four years? uh, What's your, what's your prediction? You say unless old black people, what? If if old black people really show up again, it could be a close race. I do think Trump might still win just off momentum alone because he's already had the four years. Yep. But, it looks like it looks like there is there is something that we're not seeing that shows 
that there is a lot of pretty determined people on the other side. So, like, there's definitely a, a group of people somewhere who really do want to get Trump out of office, and they're legitimately trying. And I think those are the people that are, if anything, going to try to give Biden the push that he needs. The problem with that is he might lose the youth. And if he loses the youth, even though we're not really reliable, that might be the breaking point. Trump might have more youth than Biden. That might be where it goes wrong. And then that might be the push for Trump to win. Yeah, I think he definitely does, to be honest, to be perfectly honest. But I already at the beginning of his um, um actually, I got to go back and listen, but I'm pretty positive at the beginning. I said I, I, I saw eight years of trump i didn't see i really when when uh, like you said when bernie came into the race and when andrew yang came into the race i saw them maybe if they partnered up as being a, a formidable opponent but but the the moment they kept returning back to the idea of bernie being socialist and wanting to end democracy and all that stuff i knew that he was out of the running you know what i mean he, or at least he, he wasn't gonna have enough steam um but i think that's rap work now too i think it would have worked say it again I think that would have would have been radical enough to work because it was almost like another form of left. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Trump is very, very far. Well, I guess I have to call him right, right? Trump is very, very far right. And Trump, and Bernie being so far on the other side of the spectrum, right. I think it would have made me think. Uh, well, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Um, especially, definitely in a way that I, I don't anticipate and never anticipated from or, or saw from Joe Biden. But if we... Like he's like a cardboard cut out of a white man. Like I don't know anything about him. <laughs> right. Shit about him. All I know is he was chilling with Obama for eight years, which clearly is enough because people really fucking hate Trump. Right. So yeah, what, what it's not, crazy. Yeah, uh, and people still really hate Obama. Um, why though? You said you said why? You know yeah, why? I never, huh? You know why? Obama is like Obama is like a Obama is like a, a stain on white America's conscience for not some white. I mean, you know, what I mean, that's actually that's said. Let me let me rephrase that statement because I recognize what that sounds like. But there's a segment of white America that probably has always seen not probably they've always seen their their president as a white man. So and, and their and their White House as a white house. So to see a black family and a black, you know what I mean? A black man behind the Oval Office, you know what I mean? Everything was going to have to be wrong because it didn't just something was off. Whether they were willing to admit it to themselves and put be able to put their finger on it. It's like, I don't know, something I don't like about this. You know, it's like people um, just like people won't say what part of what stage of America was great to be made great again. They also won't say what the issue with Obama is. It's just like, you know what I mean? Check his yeah. birth certificate or some bullshit like that. Um, he, but, was the, he was he was the anomaly. He was yeah. like, there's a they talk about that. I forgot what what is an action movie where they say like one out of thirty two million people are the anomaly or some shit. That's who he was. He was literally the black dot, the stain on the white paper, like literally. Because if you look at it from like a whole historical thing, you look at all the presidents. He's the mm-hmm. only one that's like, hey, this guy's not white, which is great, which is great because at least he would have stayed on it. I don't know how much more things you're going to put on it, but I mean, yeah, I it's, know. it's, it, it, you know, it's, if it's not going to be black again, it's going to be a brown house before long. But it, it, if, if we are, if we are looking at four years, what do you, what do you think? Um, how, how do you think you, you solve, how do you prevent 
more so-called riots in your opinion it's never, it's never gonna stop and if trump's in office it's gonna be more it's gonna be more, oh, gonna be more i riots. definitely believe that yeah it'll be more white riots which is ironically a little bit more peaceful it'll be more <laughs> it'll be the exact same thing i mean things will come through that we've never seen before there might be like new weird policies like hey you can't use 5g no more or we want you to pay for facebook or something weird like that but as far as like the overall uh the overall like condition of america as far as like how we are as a people it's not really gonna change too much it's gonna get just as furious the only thing that's ironically on the down end is mass shootings which is good because that was kind of getting out of control too and it was it was literally like more mass shootings than, than the amounts of days in a year it was crazy so that's at least that's yeah well actually you know what that is a good point and since everybody can't go to school you're less likely to see a mass shooting i mean you can't even congregate anywhere so you so you you're not likely to see a mass shooting um yeah but the summer's still young that's also true but um yeah man everybody it's like a state of it's not really that we're all completely fucking up our jobs it's just the important people are fucking up their jobs that's what it is. The people who you would rely on are unreliable, and will continue to be until like the whole thing's washed out. But that's what. Like, the, but that's what makes me question whether it's not all intentional. Like, I don't like think, huh? Like it's been planned or prepared for. I don't think humans are good enough to pull it off. I I, 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 so. I can see what you mean. Yeah, that's why I don't think. So wait, 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 wait. Well, let me let me ask this because since we always dance around conspiracy anyway, you don't think humans are intelligent enough to pull off something at the level of conspiracy? Um, conspiracy in what way? In any like, way, uh, in in any way. That's 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 why I kind of phrase it in a general sense. Because like, what about like military coups and stuff like that? That's that's organized political or or like um um what do you call okay, them? Not not MK Ultra, but but I get but I guess you could do that. Declassified documents, you know what I mean? Declassified operations, Operation Paperclip, different things like that that are are operated strategically from a military organization, which, you know, just because one is identified by its nation doesn't necessarily make it more or less legitimate than, you know, a Black Panther Party, for example, right? Or a black extremist group, since that's uh, a concern, or a terrorist cell, or or Antifa. Um I think uh, yeah, go ahead. a military group can pull it off for about five or ten years tops until there's a whistleblower. And there's been more and more whistleblowers in the military now. So, But to that point, that's all you need at a, at a, at a, at a, um, at a, at a level of uh, terms, you know what I mean, like presidential terms. But I don't think the military is trying to do shit. They're not trying to do the shit that we're looking at. Like whatever they're doing, we have no idea. Like, it's not even close to, like, uh, a social media uh, president thing. It's probably some, like, weird shit like oil in Turkey or, like... So you you don't you don't you don't think the I mean granted I don't think it's I don't think it's in the interest of of U.S. security to have so much social unrest, but you don't think a, a military at all would be interested in social unrest and how to uh, capitalize off of it at least. Nah, I think they're on some like deep like black black. What is the word for that? Like red tape mission. They're on some black shit ops. that we don't know about. I mean, fair enough. That too. That too. Yeah, 
anytime you hear about some shit that the government's been doing, you like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, it wouldn't even involve with the times. Like, it, it was, it was like they inadvertently put LSD out because they got caught using it. Like, it was like they were so ahead of the curve, even with like internet. They had internet so far before we had internet that by the time they got caught with internet, they had to make it public. So it's like the you, shit they're doing is like five years ahead. When like, you we'll say when you say they inadvertently let LSD out, you're talking about Timothy Leary. No, MK Ultra, because they were trying to use it as a truth serum. So they were trying to. But how is it? In, how is it inadvertently? If it was. It was. It was I, 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 no, it was, no, no, no. I, I, I understand what you're saying now. Go ahead. Yeah. So like they made it, and then they were trying to use it. As a truth serum, it didn't work. So then they started making sleeper cells out of it. So they started like putting people's in rooms, right, and, and putting it in water, and yeah. When they got caught using LSD, which was like nineteen like fifty one or some shit, they the released it. They were like, "Oh, LSD is a drug on the street," when really it was something that only they had, like a truth serum, which is only something that a government would use to get like the commies to talk. You know what I'm saying? So that's okay. Yeah, that's what I think happened. No, no, no. I, I think they, I, I, I can see what you're saying. And then, like the internet, the niggas was using internet in like the '70s to like spy on people, right? And get information. Somehow, it got caught from a whistleblower, and then they were like, "Okay, let the let the world know internet's internet's here," and then nobody cares because internet's amazing. LSD is amazing. Nobody cares. You mm-hmm. just kind of you get caught. You just throw it out there. Now, there's people trying to conspire about social unrest and stuff like that. But it's not going to really work long term because social unrest can't really be. It can't be planned. Well, no, I don't. I don't think it can be planned, but it can definitely be agitated or stimulated. You know what I'm saying? Like, like so. So one thing that's interesting is is there there were a lot of um, there was chatter that I read online, uh, questioning whether or not the looting or so called looting or the destruction that was happening in Minneapolis was triggered by. Members of Black Lives Matter. This all sounds so fucking familiar, or um, um, anarchists. You know what I mean? Antifa, a- anti-fascists, and other organizations. Other not organizations. Well, I guess um, communities, huh? Yeah, I say chapters. Another word for. I see what you're saying. I see where you're going. I think. Um, did you see? Yo, okay. did you see? Do it with the chainsaw in Minneapolis. Yo, send me that link. Send me that link immediately. There was a dude walking around with a chainsaw. There was a couple of guys out, out there with gas masks. A lot of them, you know what I mean? I'm not going to say all of them were white men because I didn't see all of them, probably. But the few clips I saw, a lot of them were white men. And uh, one dude had a chainsaw. One dude was, um, actually, you know, the chainsaw dude was trying to, like, uh, chainsaw police light. And um, somebody else. I'm trying to remember what the other dude was doing. But there was a couple of dudes with in, in, in gas masks, which people are starting to question. Were, were those anti-fascists and, and were they trying to, you know, start some other shit or take the opportunity? You probably didn't see the, um, did you see the, the lady in the, in the wheelchair that was stabbing oh. people trying to protect the target? <laughs> I've, also, I've also seen the post-game interview. So yeah, that shit was hilarious. Now, okay, in that in that sense, as far as like exactly what you just kind of like put together, sleeper like cells, exactly in a very concise package, that I can't believe. I can believe that when the time comes and you just so happen to have people in that area, like St. Paul, and I'm not. Oh, it's been kind of quiet with Black Lives Matter, which is a good thing. But I can definitely see a group of people being like, "This is the time to fuck shit up," because we're gonna blend in. 
We're all going to blend in. And everybody's going to blame Black Lives Matter. I haven't heard them say Black Lives Matter yet, which is kind of funny. Now that you said it. But it, but I mean, but but it's the I'm not even saying like, why wouldn't you? It's the easiest thing to do. I haven't heard it. Only saying I haven't heard it on like a Twitter uh, trending scale. Nobody ever said Black Lives Matter that I've seen yet. People just saying. Oh, it was it was trending uh, last night. But, you know, that's a it's a wave. It'll it'll go and it'll come back. And I don't think anybody said Black Lives Matter in any of the ride videos or anybody even claimed Black Lives Matter. A couple of people had signs. It's a catchphrase now. That's true. I wonder why it's a little bit... Now that you say it, I'm realizing how little of it I saw in the riots. Which, which would, if it was been three, four years ago, would have been completely Black Lives Matter. Um, well, it would it would have definitely been, have been... But see, that's the thing. From what I remember, four years ago, it was definitely promoted that everybody doing this, all of this unrest, including the killing of cops, was organized by if not around black lives matter but even then i question that because it's no different than um the stories that they were telling when the riots were jumping off in 67 here and they were saying it's negro snipers who are militant and um are tired of the non-violent uh like i just the the the, the, the thing for me i just remember i remember I see the familiarity. I just remember I remember studying this stuff specifically for creative purposes because I was working on that film and um all of the conversations looked the same and I was like and and even in the documentaries that I watched on Newark in 67 and the riots in 67 in general like across America you know they were saying a lot of these cities wrote reports about everything all of the causes that caused this to happen and submitted them to Congress saying this is important so we don't get this to happen again. So again, my paranoid or suspicious mind is like somebody read that shit, whether or not they put things in place or intentionally didn't put things into place or put other things into place, you know what I mean? Prepared for it to happen again so that they could contain it, not necessarily cure it. And if you've got that much time to do so, use it. Otherwise, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it uh, you're just gonna get generation and generation of people saying, "Remember this riot? Remember that riot? Remember this one? Why is this still happening? It's this year, so on and so forth." People are, excuse me, people are still doing this. It's like, of course they're doing it because they know they could get away with it. The way the way my man's face looked when he was when he had his uh, knee on on uh, George Floyd's neck, like he right. knew he knew that he was taking that man's life. I know that's I know that's a reach for or not a reach, but that's a leap for me to make just watching a video clip from a dude. But you know what I mean? He definitely appeared to me as if he knew and he could hear people saying you about to kill him. And he was looking at the motherfucker like, I know, you know what I mean? And and, and nothing is going not maybe not nothing is going to happen. But what? what no, go ahead. It could be a few things, too. It could either be in one ear or out the other ear, because clearly he doesn't have any concern about whether he kills him or not. So it could have just been white noise. People could have been just telling him, "Yo, you're killing them," and he's just like, "I'm doing what the fuck I want to do." Like, so, 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 so again, you think he's being indifferent in that space and not intentional? Yeah, I, if they try to, if they try him for first degree murder, it's not going to work. And exactly, what they try to do it with Zimmerman. They have to do manslaughter. Manslaughter is the only way it's going to work because I don't think it's premeditated murder. Bro, I, I, I just, just, I, I, I don't, I don't, I. And again, it can be paranoia or conspiracy or whatever, smoking too much. 
I don't put it past this nation to have or to attempt to erect a shadow government, especially one based off of white supremacist ideals, explicit white supremacist ideals. That doesn't mean that everybody, again, capitalizing off of it is necessarily in cahoots, right? As opposed to being um, opportunistic, but you can't, I, I don't, I don't know why I feel like the easiest thing to do if I was a Klansman would be to, to organize amongst myself and a few of us are police officers and boom, take this one out. I'm going to take the hit for it. Boom, take this one out. I'm going to take the hit for it. If they do on like a operational scale, they're not really good at, at, at like the escape route. Oh no. But what if there, what if there, what if, what if there is no escape route? It's no different at that, at that level than a suicide bomber. Like my escape route is death standing for a cause that I believe in, even if the cause that I believe in is securing a future for white women and children, which is what the Klan believes in. I also wonder, like, I don't know if white if, if white supremacists have that much honor to do a suicide mission. I feel like they're trying That's to be the people that rob you and then like sell you back your shit. I, I don't know, bro. I think there's a couple of white men and women out there that would die for that burning cross. Maybe. Especially, especially if they feel like their life is getting screwed either way. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't know if you, if you, um, did you read uh, Dylan Roof's? Uh, did you read anything that Dylan Roof wrote? No, I know the guy. Only, only read one manifesto. I read the dude who shot at the sorority girls in UCLA. I read his manifesto. Um, I read it. Elliot Roger. I, I, I can't remember his name. Was he? Was he? Was he? Um, was he an incel? He was a. Is that a minimalist? No, incel is is the involuntary celibate. They're they're angry because you know what I mean. Women have denied me, so I'm going to make them pay in blood. Yeah, I don't know where meninus. There's a term for that somewhere. I, I, I didn't even hear what you're saying, but I know what you're talking about. That's that's just the whole like. There's a there's a a there's men's a there's a men's rights subculture that exists on the internet. That's like incel, meninus, MRA, red pill, black pill. Uh, there's a couple of different ones. Like they're they're different circles that intersect, and and um, you know, some of the all right and proud boys and, and white supremacist circles are kind of bleeding into those yeah. spaces too. So I I read that guy's um, I read his shit, which is funny too because like a lot of mass murderers have sexual problems too. So I don't know if it's entirely related, but I remember I think so. <laughs> different murderers didn't get off without murdering, so. It could be that they're only incel because their only way to get that was the case with 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 Dahmer. Did you see the? Did you watch the? uh, He probably already knew the story, but did you watch the uh, ID, the thing on Dahmer? Is it new? Is old? It's 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 new because they have um. Well, how much do you pretty much know the Dahmer story? Like all the 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 case. I know that he killed primarily black dudes. I know he was in a lot of gay bars. I know he kept the genitals and the skulls of people. And yeah. I know he got murdered in prison at like 34, ironically. Yeah, he um, and he was uh, eating different parts of his victims so that they would be with him forever. I, um, I remember that. But I, the I, I the case, good, like, umbrella, the case that almost got him caught, or practically, you know what I mean? Well, no, there was two cases that got him caught, but he got real close to being caught. There was this 14 year old, um, looked like he was like. Uh, Filipino or Spanish or something. He was he was from somewhere, but right. fourteen year old dude 
Um, he drugs him. The kid ends up stumbling out. He, he either drugged him and drilled a hole in his head because that was something that he used to do. He would drill holes in the victim's head and put acid in them because he was trying to create a zombie. What the fuck? Yeah, his shit I... is his shit is fucking weird, dude. He he um, you know what I mean? A lot Ted of this shit. What happened? Ted Bundy was weird. I watched his whole shit recently. Yeah, Ted Bundy was a wild dude. Um, he had pictures on driver's licenses. Of wait, say that again. He's the reason why you have a picture and a driver's license because when you oh, I didn't know that. Around, yeah, when people had license, it was just a name. And he was using fake ones to get from where he was to Florida, where he was like killing again. And then they were like, we have to put pictures on this shit because we don't know who the real person is. So, yeah. He- oh, so the um the 14 year old boy, his last name is like really weird. Damn, I wish I wasn't using my phone. I look it up because his last name is like mad syllables. But he stumbled out. He stumbles out in like his uh, underwear and shit. And he's like he's stumbling around. And this uh, black woman who lived across the street saw him, went to go help him called the police as the police are on the way jeffrey dahmer comes out they start struggling over the boy the police get there and jeffrey dahmer is like come talk to me like step aside and talk to me for a second and um they pretty much they pretty much and jeffrey dahmer says that the the boy is his boyfriend and he's 18 and he's just drunk so he's just gonna take him back home he took him back to the apartment and showed him pictures of him with the boy but that was just because Jeffrey Dahmer was taking pictures of his victims. Right. And they pretty much let that go. And then he ended up getting um, arrested later because he tried to handcuff a dude and the dude broke away with handcuffs as a black dude and ended up um, getting the police. What the fuck? How do we get here? Holy shit, balls. No, I was... um. I was, because uh, we were talking about the different uh, communities of, you know what I mean, like incels and sexual frustration and so on and so forth. So for in the in the in the new uh, series or whatever, it's on ID. They were they were I can't remember the guy, but the psychologist. Um, I mean, I can't remember the term. The psychologist gave the specific term for his sexual attraction, which is like there's a sexual attraction to shiny objects and sharp things, and with with um, Jeffrey Dahmer, it turned into like the bones and guts of an inside of the of a person inside like somewhere when he was younger he saw an animal being slaughtered or he slaughtered i can't remember how the, the story goes i can't i forgot that part but um yeah whatever I, I wish i remember the term but it's the actual term for it so like there are people that are that are sexually attracted to like dentist tools or like scalpels like it arouses them that's crazy i have never heard that one before I mean, there are people that there are people that turned on by like you know getting cut and blood play and stuff like that, like dolphins. Do- like dolphins. This is this is this is true too. Book <laughs> about his love affair with a dolphin. I mean, yeah, anything is anything, but I never heard. I gotta find out the exact term about the shiny object thing. But that's crazy. But yeah, it's all it's all linked together. And then like when it comes to um, either those people or a bunch of like real white supremacists who have no end game if that's the idea that they have on like a kamikaze mission then it is feasible it is feasible i mean i guess the, the back into it is that there's no like real answer and i don't really think there will be one for like a long period of time i think there'll be like more unrest and like they will get more fucked up i think if they fuck up somebody with enough money it might change. Money might change it. Like if they riot and burn down like the U.S. Mint or 
if they stop the money machines, somebody's going to start making some executive orders. But if they blowing up Target, TJ Maxx, AutoZone, they got insurance anyway. They ain't really... Yep. You know I mean, it's kind of like voluntary promotion. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just feel like it's, it's way too easy for not just news publications to spin the narrative the way that it's always sold, but like even as consumers of this narrative, it's the only one that we're used to. So even when we do our own independent reporting, depending on what your political slant is, you're going to type your tweet a certain way and you're going to choose a certain clip and say, here goes Black Lives Matter again. Here goes Trump again. Here goes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's going to be trendy. Unless either the writers or whoever the people are who truly want things to stop, if they are, if they are clever enough to uh, fuck up something that can't be easily mended, it will change then. Like, if, if somebody from, like, that place can really fuck up, like I said, if they, like, burn down the U.S. Mint or some shit, or if they fuck up, like... Uh, the, the, like the, the Fed, the Federal Bank? <laughs> yeah, if they, if, if they do that shit, and then they say this is because of, like, uh, police killing black people, it's gonna change. Until they can do that, it's gonna change. I feel but, like that's some, somewhere somebody attempted that. It's hard to like, do. Like, I'm trying to think, like, um, actually post-Civil War America, like, real early. Fuck, I wish I remember what the story is. They blew up a, um, they blew up a, um, fuck. It was, like, the equivalent of the World Trade Center, but it was, like, back in, like, the 1700s. And, oh and they, I just remember that, at least from the story, if I remember right, if I'm not confusing things, but, like, they, they put a bunch of barrels in the back of a cart with horses and set the barrels on fire and sent the horses into the government uh, building. Huh? Into the building. Like yeah. Into the spot. Yeah. yeah. Um... But I shit fuck. I wish I remember what it was because like after that, supposedly at the time, all the conversation was like we need to change a lot of things, and they did change things, but not like for the benefit of the people. Again, it was just like we just we just built a stronger fortress around the wealthy. Just built a stronger fortress around what they own. Yeah, it has to be some real deep like World War One shit. Like World War One, niggas was sending out like assassination attempts different places. It has to be something very strategic. Which you could probably do now because technology is so new and people are clever enough to figure out how to like I mean that's what that's what anonymous and QAnon are, right? You know what I mean? When people get dots left and right and you know, you can pull up anybody's personal information and you know Yeah, but they're not blowing shit up though. They're blowing you up as exposure, but they're not like Didn't Anonymous um like uh some Okay, actually, I might be confusing this with like some I saw in a movie, but I feel like some group like, three. like deleted somebody's bank information or something. I, I feel like it had to be anonymous, but I can't remember like what didn't they do that for somebody? I think they have. I think they have done something with somebody's money before, but they need to do. They need to. They need to just meet up with the people. They have to have a, a coalition between the people that are doing like the on the street shit, like the people on the streets right now, and like the ones that aren't just trying to destroy shit. Those guys that anonymous have to come together and really fuck up something big, and say why they did it. Like they have to leave a calling card, so they have to fuck something up, leave a calling card, and then possibly, if they think the threat is there, 
they'll probably stop. Right now, they might have a big threat. I mean, the only threat that that guy has is, like, death threats to his house. But he can just move to, like, whatever fucking other state in the middle of nowhere, and nobody's going to care anymore. They have to... I don't know. They have to be... It's going to be tough. It'll definitely be some shit that will happen, though. I think that's possible in the next, like, 20 years. So here's here, here's a question, and then we can wrap it here if you want. Um, the uh, Let's say... However, right, we can decide that after I say this, I guess. And social media is gone. Either it's no longer something we can, something functional, something that works that we have access to, or it's something that's taken away or changed to the point where everybody just opts out. Does do things get better or worse? Uh, it gets worse because money fails because money is tied up in social media. So like, there's a lot of big wigs. There's a lot of really, really, really big white people probably who rely on tweets for like five houses if social media goes down the money will go down and then if the money goes down shit will get worse at four overall i work with a lot of clients who specifically make shit only for twitter at particular times with particular people like they're right hired to do it there's like a whole social media like team of people who make like a hundred five hundred fifty thousand dollars a year right so that shit real it's gonna get bad it's gonna get really bad because when white people lose money they actually fucking try to change shit <laughs> yeah i mean well that's that's why motherfuckers is burning up AutoZone and target you know what i mean wrong wrong targets pun intended but exactly but um but that's that's part of why that happens i mean you can't dangle you can't dangle appliances in front of poor people for so long and then and then, you know, tell everybody they got to stay inside and get everything delivered. And then you kill somebody in front of them. Nigga, I'm going to run in and get this blender that I, I always stared at whenever I was in Target. <laughs> yeah. like, like people forget what humans are capable of. I, that's that's where we disagree, bro, because I don't think they forget. Yeah, I think no one okay. I think people know damn well what humans are capable of, and there are very wealthy people who have a vested interest in controlling people as, like, farms, right? So, you know what I mean? The whole um, idiom of, of a sheep, you know what I mean? Like, is there's a lot of truth to that, you know what I mean? That's even a, a religious idiom to that extent. Um, and I think And I think it's not lost on the really powerful and wealthy. You know what I mean? Which is why conversations like depopulation, like when the last time you and your homies got together and talked about depopulation? Never. But that shit's a dinner conversation at, at fucking, uh, what's that shit? What's that real expensive place in New York? It's like a it's like a hall or something. I just remember we went there once and the plates were like $150. God damn. I was thinking about Eating Grove for some reason. I mean, I them, them niggas too. But uh, I'm gonna hop off, though. I gotta hop off soon. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so this we wrap a, it up. Yeah, this is a very uh, pretty intelligent conversation. We didn't make too many too many dick jokes. I don't think we said too many things that were uh, uh, anti-snowflake for the snowflakes out there. I think we did pretty good with this one. This is like uh, this is uh, this is TV channel worthy. Let me put it like that. TV channel worthy. Maybe even streaming service worthy. <laughs> That's this is funny. Uh, two weeks podcast. I forgot the episode. It's either going to be post or. You know, mid quarantine, uh, it's your host Sam Aguilar, aka I am tired as fuck because quarantine work is killing me. 
uh, hey, hey, no poem alone with my co-host. One and only Sahu, a.k.a. Jimmy the Dolphin Fucker. <laughs> a.k.a. <laughs> what'd you say? You don't strangle anymore. You just fuck them now. Yeah, now we straight, we moved, we elevated the fucking dolphins. We strangle them while we fuck them now. <laughs> uh, uh, the one and only Sahu, Boogie T Nosebleed, Slob Marley. Uh, I was trying to find a way to flip Jeffrey Dahmer. I can't do it. We out. All right, we out. Later, man. Peace, dude.